Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast, where it's all about real food and holistic living in the real world. With your host, nutritional therapist, Amy Love. And please note our disclaimer, all information and content in this podcast is for general information only and not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hello and welcome to the Real Food Whole Health Podcast. It's Tuesday, so that means it's Travel Tuesday, and this week we are going to be traveling to San Francisco. I'm here with my husband, Matt. Hello, everyone. And last week when we left off, we were actually in Paso Robles, California, and we were enjoying all the food and wine that that area has to offer, which, which was a, a lot, lot. Yes. <laughs> and that was a lot of fun. Um, but now we're planning to go to San Francisco, and it was always on our list, very high on our list to go to San Francisco. Matt had actually never been. Um, I had been a couple of times when I was younger because I have family in the area, um, but I hadn't been for several years, probably like, I don't know, 12 years. Um, and so we decided we were going to spend about a month. So we have lots of great links and places for you to uh, check out um, that we discovered along the way. And so as always, I know you might be multitasking while you're listening. Um, so you'll find all the links in the detailed show notes on our website at realfoodwholehealth.com under podcast, under episodes. You can find this week's episode um, and then go to the show notes and you'll find all the links for the restaurants and the sightseeing and anything else we talk about, any articles or books or anything else that comes up. So the drive into San Francisco from Paso Rebels was actually like no big deal. Um, and I think, is that when we went like through a lot of agricultural area? Yeah, we did. We went through Gilroy, I yeah, think. Yeah, where they have the garlic festival. But that wasn't going on, unfortunately. No. Because we love garlic, so that would have been fun. But um, we got to see that area, which uh, there's a lot going on agriculturally, you know, all throughout that that drive. So anyway, it was very interesting. You know, you definitely, you know, identify the vegetables growing along the side of the road. So um, anyway, and then we got there and we had a little bit of trouble finding um, the RV resort that we were going to stay at. And, um, but it, it wasn't too bad. No, we eventually got there. We just weren't sure how far down the road it was. And yeah. And it was kind of down some narrow, more narrow roads. So it wasn't just right off the highway, but anyway, we stayed in South San Francisco and we actually stayed at Treasure Island RV park. And while it wasn't really the most glamorous spot that we've stayed, it was pretty basic and it was a lot of concrete. Mostly we stay places with a lot of nature so we can, you know, walk and get the dogs out. But um, it was a lot of concrete, but it was very clean and quiet and nice, um, even though, like I said, it wasn't super glamorous. So if you're going to be in that area um, in a motorhome, then that might be a spot for you. Um, but anyway, that night when we got settled, we immediately, you know, had to get down in the action. Yeah, we didn't want to wait. So, down in the action into the sourdough. Yeah, right, to the sourdough. So we don't really do a lot of grains. We usually stay very, you know, gluten-free. Um, but traditional sourdough is something that we can have in small amounts that fits into our, our diet just fine. So we knew while we were in San Francisco that we were going to be enjoying some traditional sourdough. And there definitely are so many options. So we went down, kind of down by the water, and it was down where Pier 39 is and kind of by the ferry building and where the Ghirardelli factory. There's tons going on over there. And we went to Budan, and um, that was actually really cool because not only do they have 
the place downstairs where they're kind of making all the breads and it's kind of amazing. It's not just like baguettes. There's all kinds of different and the products. quantity, man. They oh have my loads gosh. everywhere. It's really kind of shocking. Um and it's a little touristy. You know, it's not our normal kind of farm to table, hole in the wall kind of place, but um it was really an interesting site and they actually have a, a restaurant upstairs and so that's where we ate and um, really nice food pretty good service and uh, you know view right out over the water and you can see the bridge and you know it just made us feel like hey we're in San Francisco um, so that was good and then I think the next day was um, when we went to the ferry building and the ferry building is awesome yeah that's a glorious wonderland for it, foodies. <laughs> it is a glorious wonderland for foodies um there's Hog Island Oyster Company, um, and they have some of the best clam chowder. I mean, that was just so amazing. That might have been one of the first times that I've actually had clam chowder with the whole clams um, still in the shell. And that was just really delicious. Like, everything was really fresh, made from scratch. They actually um, have their own oyster farm up north, which we got to visit later. Um, but... Yeah, it was phenomenal. And they had some pork belly. There was a pork belly dish there that we had. And we just sort of sat at the bar. It was very busy. Um, and we sort of sat at the bar and just had some snacks and looked out over the water. And that was really nice. Um, and there's Blue Bottle Coffee Company there in the Ferry Building. There's Cowgirl Creamery. Cowgirl Creamery is known for, of course, their amazing cheeses. Um, what, what was the one that we really liked? They had Red Hawk. Yeah, the Red Hawk, and they had one um, that I think that was in a vegetable ash, and they had one that wasn't. Yeah, it was delicious, really delicious, very creamy, almost like a brie, um, really good. Um, and they, you know, of course, are so friendly, and we'll talk to you about it, and it's all made up in, um, is it Point Reyes? I believe yeah, so. Yeah, because we kind of saw, we went to another shop of theirs later, um, when we went up north, but it was, uh, they make the Point Reyes blue cheese. That's a must to have from them. And anyway, definitely worth a stop. Um, and they're really helpful and give you lots of samples and stuff. And then there was a Humphrey Slocum ice cream, um, that's there in the ferry building as well. And of course, those are lots of really inventive flavors. Everything was like organic and pasture, um, pasture raised dairy and all that kind of stuff. So that was a really nice treat. Um, and then there's Gott's Roadside Grill, which we didn't get to go to that day, but we went another day um, as we were driving around. And that was fun because it's kind of like an old-fashioned diner vibe, but it's all done with, like, organic, sustainable, like, grass-fed meats. And I um, can't remember what they did for their french fries, but it was something we could have. And so anyway, so it, it was really good. And most of the stores were closed that day that we were there, but we got to walk Because we went around. on a Sunday. Yeah, we got to walk around and see what else they they had the offer in there and it looked like it was going to be nice. Yeah. We ended up going back like and, several yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> so I know there's another time we get to the mushroom shop. So I'll definitely put that in the show notes. Um, but, um, yeah. So after we went there, um, to the ferry building and kind of drove around a little bit, we were kind of getting used to the traffic because, you know, we'd had traffic in LA. Um, and then, and that was kind of a different kind of traffic. That was like highway traffic. And then, um, Paso was great because there really wasn't much traffic and all the parking was free. And then back in San Francisco, of course, parking's not free <laughs> and it's and really hard to find. Very sparse. Very sparse. And, At least uh, for the amount of cars. Yeah. Oh, it was just really wild. And so we were kind of getting used to that. So driving around a little bit. And then we actually went up to the, is it the Marin Headlands that we 
went and kind of hiked around. It's you go yeah. over the Golden Gate Bridge, and then there's like a viewing area off to the right. You can pull off and around and get up and get some really good shots, and you can see Alcatraz from there, and you can see the the city skyline, and that's neat. But if you yeah, go a little, then, then you turn around, and right before you head back over the Golden Gate Bridge, there's a there's a road you take. Yeah, that little turn off. Yeah, there's a turn off you take, and that'll take you up on the hill, and that is really, in my opinion, the best spot. Yeah, that's where it's at. It's by no means a secret. I mean, other people are up there; they know about it. But it wasn't as not as touristy as kind of the the first place. The first place was a little crazy. I couldn't really get good pictures um, because there was always people in the way. And I couldn't get the angle I wanted. It was actually because of where the sun was. Um, so going up on the hill was amazing. And we got to hike around a lot up there. It was super windy. Um, but it was really nice. And then even, like, as you go up the hill, like, you can go kind of towards the ocean um, and continue up and get to where you can see the sunset. But that's kind of a little bit of a hike. Yes, it is. Um, or you can go kind of follow the, the people because otherwise you're not going to really know where it is. But if you go up this little other hill, you go past some like abandoned buildings or whatever. I don't know what used to be there. But anyway, um, it's not a big deal and it's totally safe. Like there's other people there. Um, and you, you go up and there's a perfect viewing area where you're looking out right over the water, you've got this amazing viewpoint of the bridge and the the city in the background, and that was just really cool. That was definitely my favorite viewpoint. Yeah, that was definitely the best viewpoint. Oh, it was so cool. And, you know, we were there right at sunset, and so then all the lights from the city, like as the sun sets, the lights from the city start coming up, and it was just, you know, everything's glowing. So that was really cool. I definitely recommend, you know, going and, and checking it out from all the different vantage points because the Golden Gate Bridge is so iconic and it's so much part of, you know, hey, I'm in San Francisco. Um, and you can see it from a lot of different places. So definitely, like, check it out um, from different viewpoints. So then I think the next day after that, we sort of, like, hung out at home. Um, we'd been going, 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 and we had some work to catch up on, and I had purchased some amazing sourdough from one of the shops in the ferry building and we kind of like made a cream of asparagus soup and made a hot ham and cheese and just sort of like vegged so that was really nice um but then we were back at it a couple days later um we knew that we had a little bit more of relaxed schedule because we were going to be there for so long but there's so much to see that you know we did have to kind of be on a schedule um so that was the day that we went to Lombard Street. And Lombard Street is that funny, crooked. Yeah, super windy. Yeah, really windy road. It's actually, like, super short. Yes. Um, But it's really steep and really crooked. And, you know, everybody has to go see it. So there's cool houses mm. around it. And there's and people everywhere taking pictures. Yeah, you have, you have it's kind of a them. scene. It's yeah. kind of a scene. But it is um, it's a fun thing to do. And, you know, we drove the car um down lombard street and then we also you know hiked around a little bit up the walk because you can walk up the street as well um and it's manicured very beautifully and the um the homes around there are just really really neat so that's always fun um and then i think that day we actually went back to the ferry building we did but not before we drove around a little bit more and some of those streets are a little unnerving when you just 
you're at the very top and then you look down and you're going like straight down. It, yeah. It's so hilly there on the road. Yeah. The brakes really get a good yes, they workout. Do. Um, and you just, you have to be careful. So uh, if you were driving yeah. a stick in there, it might be a little hairier. You do have to be so. careful because there's, again, there's people everywhere. So you're watching other cars, you're watching the hills, you're watching people. It's, it's really something. Yeah. But it's totally doable and, you know, it is fun to drive around and, and see everything and lots of different places you get the view, you know, of the water depending on where you are. And then the houses, the houses are just fun and really different. So, um, but yeah, then we went back over to the ferry building and one of, some of our friends had said that we have to go get a salumi cone um, from Bocalone. And it was really kind of cool because they have daily um, salumi or charcuterie that they have and they'll put it in a little paper cone, you know, like you would normally have a snow cone. Um, but it's salumi. And so we got one of those and just kind of shared, you know, it's just a few pieces um, to try out their different blends and, you know, kind of walk around. And then that was the day that we went to the mushroom um, place. I think it's called Far West. And so we went there. And then I, I know that we went back to Hog Island because we had to have some more of that yeah. clam chowder. It was even more crowded this time. Oh, it was crazy busy. I think we were there like maybe close to five. And it was insane. We waited a long time to get um, even a seat at the bar, but it was worth it. And, you know, we would have planned a little bit better had we known what time we were going to be there. But anyway, Um, and then after that, the next day, actually, we went to Berkeley and um, you drive over the Bay Bridge, the Bay Bridge to get to Berkeley, not the Golden Gate Bridge, the Bay Bridge. And um, Berkeley's a trip. Like there's so much going on over there. It's, you know, it's great. We really timed it so that we could go, to the farmer's market, um, and I think that might have been a Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday evening um, that that's going on. But anyway, we went in, and first we went to Three Stone Hearth. We had to go to Three Stone Hearth. That's a very popular, uh, in the traditional food circles, it's a popular um, kitchen where everything is, you know, made with exacting specifications and just excellent quality totally delicious really a neat little community kitchen so anyway we went in and made some purchases and met some cool people and I know one of the things that we got was a it's like a kale soup and oh my gosh so good um so that was like really great and I was so excited to be there um and then we went to the farmer's market and it, it was a great farmer's market it was in a beautiful location and Everybody was super friendly, and there were just tons of, you know, organic options. We got a bunch of veggies. Um, St. Benoit Creamery was there, and they do yogurt in little glass jars. Um, And so that was super fun. I think I had the lemon and a really good grass-fed yogurt. Um, And fun people. You know, it's nice to visit with them. And then we did some uh, tasting at Frog Hollow Farm. All their different, oh, the marmalades yeah, the marmalades, yeah, yeah. That place was neat. Um, that's not usually something that we buy a lot of, but they had a lot of options that weren't terribly sweet. Um, and we ended up with a blood orange strawberry marmalade, which was hello, so Fantastic. good. Yes. Yeah, and I like to do like, I mean, sure, you can put it on toast or muffins or whatever if you do that, but um, I like to use it for savory applications and kind of do like a. You know, like a pork chop with the marmalade in there with some bone broth and, oh, really good. Um, So that was really fun. We really enjoyed walking around there and and talking to all the different people. And they had music. And, you know, I mean, it's just a great farmer's market and very well attended. There were a lot of people there. 
Um, and then we kind of did some driving around. We went down um, on Shattuck in the Gourmet Ghetto. Um, we went to Soup, S-O-O-P, Soup, um, which is a little um, – kind of this area that you go in it's like a building and they've got lots of little food yeah, stalls a few, in there a few stands almost in yeah. There. yeah and we got a green chili verde that was really good and then Very good. yeah just like a little cup to share and then there was a gelato place called lush gelato um and we had an earl gray um gelato from there and they have this like really awesome japanese garden out back and you can go and sit there's like i said several food places in there um but you can go out and they have tables out on this patio and there's like, you know, the fountains and the little pond with the koi fish and all the plants. It was just super relaxing and the day was beautiful. Um, so that was a great time um, to go hang out there. Um, and then we went over to Chez Panisse. Of course, Chez Panisse is there, Alice Waters restaurant. Um, and of course, that's just phenomenal. And I mean, there's nothing bad to be said about Chez Panisse. Um, and then we went to the Berkeley Rose Garden, and that was really fun. I, you know, yeah, was, we got there just past its heyday, but it was still a lot going on. And yeah, it was still very pretty. Yeah, I think we were maybe like a week past yeah, when week it, everything would have been in in, in full, full bloom. bloom. Yeah, 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 but it was beautiful, and you know, I mean, nothing like the Portland Rose Garden because I think you know Portland definitely. Like, that was that's a that's yeah, a scene. That that is a we'll scene. We'll talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but a few episodes. But the um but the Berkeley Rose Garden was just really fun and there's a lot of terraces that you can kind of walk down and then there's like a little bit of woods on one area and then there's the terraced roses and they have all different colors and I mean it was just really lovely and a great way to again spend some time outside. Um and you drive through beautiful neighborhoods to get there and I always love looking at houses. So um, it was fun to drive through there. And then we went over to UC Berkeley and checked out the campus um, and had been recommended to go to Cafe Strata. It's a, it's a coffee shop there on campus. Um, and everybody said, you have to get the Strata Bianca Mocha, the white mocha. Um, so we went and got one organic to share um, decaf. And we're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to do this. So we went and sat there and watched watched the people go by and yeah and it's a college town so it's so there's lots of people that's right <laughs> lots of people to watch but um yeah that was really interesting so that was a good way to hang out for thirty or forty five minutes and and just chat and kind of get the vibe of the area and um we met some interesting people and talked to them about you know what they like in the area and all that so um anyway and then we ended up with um with Farm Burger, which is a grass-fed burger place um, in the area. And that was that was good. Yeah, tasty it, burger. Yeah, inventive toppings and, yeah, really easy. So, and then we went over the Bay Bridge um, just about sunset. And, of course, you know, again, like you're seeing the sunset over the water and the twinkling lights of the city. And so all of that's just really beautiful. I always love that. So, um Let's see. And then after that, uh, I think it was like two days later, we went into the Sunset District, which is down by Golden Gate Park. This is where we discovered the fantastic carnitas. Uh, yeah, that was Nopalitos. Nopalitos became quickly one of our very favorite restaurants um, in San Francisco. We went back uh, a few times. I'll just say a few times. Um, but no, really amazing carnitas um, that come with a really great, like, tomatillo salsa and just everything's homemade everything's 
sourced very well and just really neat little surroundings. They um, they also have a really great mole, and Matt loves mole. But after he tried my carnitas, I don't think you ever ordered mole again. No, we stuck with the carnitas. Yeah, we after stuck that. with the carnitas because um, yum. And they do it. I think it's like orange and cloves and cinnamon and I don't know, but it was just so incredibly good. And, and that sauce that comes with it. Yeah, too. the tomatilla salsa is totally makes it. Um, and I think we had a, a really good margarita there. They also do homemade popsicles. Which is really fun. And I think they used to sell these out of like a, a food cart or a food truck. I think that's how they started. Um, we talked to the chef once, and I think that was the story, if I'm remembering correctly, that they sort of started as a, a food truck and then moved into um, locations. And, and now they have two spots in, in San Francisco. But anyway, the homemade popsicles are really fun. I honestly can't remember the flavor that we got. I think it was like a was Mexican a, chocolate. Yeah, it was a dark chocolate, of course. Yeah, with like a little bit of, yeah, for you, chocolate, of course, but a little bit of um, spice to it, mm-hmm. like a Mexican chocolate. So that was cool. That was a fun find. And I will say, though, in the Sunset dr- District, finding parking, whoo, <laughs> a little kinda, rough. You just kind of have to stalk people for the most part. Yeah, you kind of like, do. Oh, well, see, go into a car and then just kind of sit there and wait and... Well, and honestly, if we'd gotten a little bit better with public transportation, like I know we wouldn't have had to be fighting all this so much, but, you know, we were just always doing so many different things and in a day and not really knowing when we were going to leave and all of that, that we didn't really get into public transportation there. But they do have an excellent public transportation system all throughout the Bay Area. And so, you know, don't let the parking, like, really deter you. But I will say that when you're in your own car, like, you kind of have to circle and circle and circle. And there's lots of one ways. And anyway, it was <laughs> an adventure, but worth it for the carnitas. Um, and then I think that weekend was when we went up to Muir Woods. And Muir, of course, is um, is the Redwoods and, and Sequoias. But Oh my goodness, so amazing. And on the way up, we'd gone to, um, we went to Rustic Bakery for lunch, and that's in Larkspur. So that's on the way to Muir Woods. You go over the Golden Gate, right? Yeah, the Golden Gate. Yeah, because you have to go into, like you're going up Mm -hmm. Mill Valley, all of that area. And so um, we went to Rustic Bakery, and that's great. Everything's, you know, organic and farm fresh and just really made from scratch. They have wonderful salads and soups and um sandwiches if you're into that and i think flatbreads all kinds of good stuff but it's a really lovely location and i will say their shortbread is like some of the best ever um but really just a great little spot so we had lunch there and that town is just cute as can be um on the way to muir woods and then uh we did muir and that took probably like two two and a half hours Maybe more. I don't know. It was pretty amazing. It we was. Just walked around and soaked it in. Yeah, we even found this little place off to the side because it was kind of busy when we were yeah, there. It was. Yeah, but we um, found this little place off to the side where we could kind of go sit by the water and just like soak in the energy of the forest. I mean, it's really amazing. And uh, just those trees, you know, it's really humbling. So it was really definitely worth seeing. And I had been to Muir before, but it, again, I was a child and then Matt, of course, had never been. So. We definitely wanted to do that. I'm so glad that we did. Um, and then we went to Mount Tam, which is just right there. And uh, and that was really fun to kind of hike around a little bit. I don't even remember specifically where we were. It was just kind of like following the trails and figuring out what was what. Um, there's signs everywhere for where you can pull off and, 
and hike up. But um, just after that, we went to the Muir Beach Overlook. And this was cool because I didn't even know. I really didn't even know it was a thing. We were just driving around after the area. I think we were going to go to, was it Stinson Beach? Yeah. Yeah, that we were driving from Muir over to Stinson Beach. And on the way, we saw the sign for Muir Beach Overlook. And we're like, oh, well, let's do that. So cool. So cool. Beautiful views. And the windiest place I have, I think I've ever been. Now, I don't know that it's always like that. Could have just been that day. Um, but you actually go out over the water quite a bit. There's like a cliff that like goes out and it's, it's very safe. Like it has rails and it's, you know, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a cultivated, yeah, right. Yeah. But, um, but really awesome. <laughs> and there was, a, I remember a wedding there that day too. And yeah. The poor bride's dress was just blown oh, all over so the place. I'm like, I don't think those pictures are going to come out. But um, the background would have been beautiful. She would have been a little windblown, <laughs> but uh, a little. <laughs> I think that veil almost went flying off into the ocean. But just really cool. And uh, I looked like a monster when we were down there. I think my hair was like all in front of my face. It was like Animal from the Muppets. And uh, anyway, it was just really awesome. And then we continued down to Stinson Beach and... You know, there was just a lot going on that day, and Stinson Beach was fine. It was nice, but that was a long drive. Yeah. That really was. At that point, we were getting pretty tired. and I was getting a little carsick, really, because yeah. it was really twisty and turny. Very windy there on by, by the ocean. And we'd done a lot of hiking. We'd been outside. We'd been in the, in the wind, and we hadn't really eaten, so it was kind of like, okay, you know, lunch at Rustic was like a long time ago. We've done all this work. It's like, okay, we got to find a place. So we ended up taking, I think, the highway back um, instead of going through all the twisty turny. You had to do some of the twisty turny, but I don't think we had to do it the whole way. Um, and then we ended up going for dim sum in uh, Mill Valley there at Harmony, Harmony Restaurant. And that was delicious. Um, I love dim sum. It's so fun, but it's really hard to find clean, you it know, is. yeah, farm to table organic dim sum. And that's what they do at Harmony. So... That was great. That was really yummy. Um, the only thing I wouldn't recommend is the pork buns. No, they had a weird taste to them. They so. weren't good. No, the barbecue sauce. No, the whole thing, no. no. Um, but everything else was really good. And, you know, everybody was very friendly. I think we had some tea and just kind of hung out and recovered from the day. Um, and then actually, Matt, you ended up going, you had a business trip kind of in the middle of everything. Yep. You went to Cleveland. So he had to leave San Francisco and go to Cleveland. <laughs> Quite the flight. Quite. But um, anyway, that was fine. He was gone for like three or four days. I caught up on work and I went and ran some errands and did a little bit of shopping myself, but I didn't really do a whole lot. It was kind of fine to have the downtime, but you got home and you were sick. Yeah, I got pretty sick. You got sick. something on the plane. It was, it was no good. It was no good. And so you get home. I'm like, yay, let's go out. And you're like, nope. Um, so I think that took you down for a couple days. So I know that that's one of those days I went to, um, the Castro district and I went to Hecho. Yeah. That was delicious. Yeah. I didn't think you were going to make it there, but we ended up going back so that you could, you could have it because and, it was so good. And tell them your community table story. Oh my God. That was so hysterical, you guys. So I go to Hecho and, um, it's a farm to table Mexican and it's down in the Castro District. And she's by herself, remember, because I'm at home sick. Yeah, he's homesick, so I'm on my own. And, you know, so I get down there. I've navigated the traffic, right? I'm, like, totally doing it. And I get down there, and um, 
and find a parking place. And I think I was just like probably a mile away. So I get in there and it's, you know, mildly busy, but not too bad. And there's two groups of three people each um, at the community table. And there was probably room for like, I don't know, 11 or 12. Um, And so there's six people there now. And I'm like, hey, well, I'll just sit there. You know, usually I can just strike up a conversation with somebody at the community table. And it's just a great place to sit. There wasn't really a bar there. Um, and so the community table looked great. And so I went and I, I, you know, ordered my food and I kind of said hi to the people next to me and we kind of, you know, shared drink suggestions or whatever. Um, but you know, they were engaged with their friends, which was fine. Um, and then they just kind of left. Like they were, I didn't realize they were so close to paying the bill. And so one group had already had the bill on the table. I was like, Oh, okay. Well, these other people will be here. And then they were finishing up, and I thought maybe they were going to get more drinks or whatever, and they didn't, and they ended up leaving. And so I'm at this enormous community table in the middle of the restaurant, like for 12 people, and it's me. It's just me. Um, And it was really funny. The server came over, and he was like, well, I I would just sit down with you. He was like, but I have to keep... I have to keep working. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. And so they kind of came in, you know, I think they felt bad for me. They, like, gave me priority treatment. And uh, and it was really funny. Like, I wasn't really freaked out. But it was it was amusing, to say the least. Um, but the food there was really great. They have fabulous tacos and um, they have great margaritas. So I, I had one of those, but you know, like the real deal, like not sweet and sour mix and not all the junk, like just lime juice and a good tequila and, um, like Grand Marnier or, or Contro. Yeah. So, and I think one of the ones that I had there, um, was like tequila with, um, I don't know, like a little bit of jalapeno or Serrano or something. Anyway, very good. Definitely recommend them. I think I had a little pineapple in it. Anyway, I can talk margaritas forever. Um, so anyway, so Matt wasn't feeling good. And then, um, it was like, I think a couple days before he really came around, but he did, um, flying is always tough. You know, you take every precaution, but it's tough. I do hate it. Yeah. Which is why we're in a motorhome. Exactly. Yeah. Which is why we don't fly everywhere. Um, so anyway, so then when he was back on his feet, we went down to Pacifica and Half Moon Bay and that is a beautiful drive. It's actually not far. From where San we Francisco. Were, no, no. no it wasn't we were bad in at all. South San Francisco. So it wasn't terribly far. I mean, I'm really thinking it was like 15 minutes to get to Pacifica, and then Half Moon Bay was maybe like 45 minutes. But beautiful, beautiful. Rockaway Beach um, is a must uh, in Pacifica, and truly the drive down there, there's plenty of places to pull off um, and take pictures and just soak in the sights before you even get there. Um, but just stunning. And so Rockaway beach was amazing. They had kind of like a really like cliffs with the waves crashing in and, um, dark sand. And I mean, yeah, very scenic, really pretty, huge waves the day that we were there. Huge. Um, and that area tends to get pretty foggy. I mean, San Francisco in general, um, is pretty foggy, but you know, it comes and goes. And so when we were there earlier in the day, it wasn't very foggy. Um, but it did roll in later. Yeah, on the way back. It, yeah. It, it was rolling in. Oh my gosh, that was cool. But anyway, we, um, we went and had lunch at Puerto 27. It was a Peruvian restaurant and they did like rotisserie chicken and plantains and black beans and 
But their chicken was really... Yeah, their rotisserie chicken was uh, very good seasoning. Marinated in all kinds of citrus and herbs and everything, and then, you know, done on the rotisserie, and so, so good. And I know we had a salad there, and the chicken, and yeah, the plantains. I love plantains. So that was super good. And then, uh, yeah, we just took the drive down to, to Half Moon Bay, and stopped off in Moss Beach. There's a distillery there actually called Moss Beach Distillery. And that's supposedly haunted. It's kind of a site. It's like, okay, let's go see it. We did not notice any hauntings. Yeah. They've got a nice patio there with fire pits and things like that. It yeah. Was, it was nice. That was cool to sit out there and look out over the ocean and, you know, just get out of the out of the car for a little bit. But, um, yeah, no, no ghost sightings or anything. So, um, and then we got down to Half Moon Bay, and there's tons of places through there that you can go pull in. I think we grabbed a coffee. I think we got a vanilla latte around there and yeah, that was amazing. And then headed back to Pacifica and we were actually kind of like being chased by the fog. And yeah. at one point I had to pull over or had you pull over so I could take a picture because it was like mm. half of the world was totally clear and half of the world was so foggy you couldn't even see through it. It was just rolling in over the mountains. Oh it my just, gosh. It was really amazing. Stunning. Stunning. I love that. That was really cool. And so we kept, like, kind of going, you know, backwards. So we went to Rockaway Beach again, and then, you know, here came the fog. And then we went, you know, to another pullout, and then here came the fog. So that was really cool. Um, and we ended up going over to Baker Beach, which it's actually not close at all to where no. <laughs> to where we were. That's but back it's, in San Francisco. Yeah, it's over by the Presidio and, and where you can go down and um, – see the golden gate bridge again but we got to see the fog roll in right over the bridge and so it was like half of it it's so weird it's like half it of it on one side was totally clear yeah if you could see the other side it was you could see the sun shining on the house it was perfect but was then on this side it was totally all fog. foggy yeah and kind of misty and really mysterious and so that was neat so baker beach is a really fun place to walk around in the sand uh really fine sand definitely gets in your shoes and uh and see the Golden Gate in, in the fog and walk around. And, and that's not terribly far from, like, Land's Inn. Like, you could walk down the beach and go to Land's Inn. But we went to Land's Inn another day, and we kind of came in from another area. So I'll definitely mention that. Um, and that night we were still, you know, because that's kind of by the Sunset District on the other side of Golden Gate uh, Park. And so we went to Park Chow. Um, but the meal, I don't know why. It just didn't come together that night. The, the place was pretty. The service was nice, but the meal didn't come together. Um, so I don't think we really ate there. We kind of ate there. We, like, half ate there. Um, and then we went to La Boulange and got uh, a salad and just, like, got it to go because they were closing and, and went home. So, um, And then the next day, we went back to Hecho in the Castro District. Um so Matt could check it out. Because I heard so many good things. Yeah. I had to go for myself. <laughs> but this time we didn't sit at the community table. So, <laughs> um, and I wasn't all by myself. But it was great. And that's a super fun area. There's so much going on in the Castro District. I mean, you know, you can really go down there and go to different shops and clubs and whatever. But we pretty much are boring. So, um, so we went to Hecho and walked around a little bit. And then I think we were out of there. Um and it was maybe the next day that we went to Byright Market, I think. 
Uh, by Wright Market, there's two locations. I think two. Yeah, there's at least two, but I think I think it is. Two. Yeah, and so we went to one, and such a cool, cool store. It's a local, not necessarily natural food store, just like foodie store, like gourmet food store, and tons of local organic options. Um, but just really great and they have like ice cream there that they make they have all kinds of fruits and veggies they have all kinds of like homemade homemade soups and, and soups and stocks and everything yeah, yeah they have you know real like the real deal bone broth and all that kind of all the kind of stuff that we like to buy and so we had a blast there and bought a bunch of groceries and got some ice cream and everybody had said that we had to try uh, hookers sweet treats salted caramels and so they had them which was great because we didn't know when we were going to get down to the place where they really sell them and so <laughs> where they're made um and so we were off you know so excited to find them at buy right and they were totally delicious yeah they were very good i mean it's salted caramel thankfully we only bought a couple yeah yeah and they come in very small boxes so um, so that was really good. And just, I mean, we found all kinds of cool stuff there and it was so nice to be able to, you know, buy pre-made stuff, but that was made, you know, to our standards so that it was like, Hey, this is going to be really easy for us to have a, a quick meal. Um, so that was great. And then, um, we went over to Sausalito the next day. Um, and that's beautiful. You can go down, you go across the Golden Gate Bridge and then into Sausalito and wow. Very pretty. Oh, so cute. I mean, the houses and you're right on the water, you go down to the harbor and of course it's just like sailboat after sailboat and yacht after yacht. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, driving around through the neighborhoods, like the houses are so cute and so pretty and just I mean, wow. Uh, lots of great shopping in town. You know, if you want to do some shopping, lots of fun stores to go into for just antiques and artisanal made things and all of that. Um, and we went to La Garage for dinner. And it's a little French kind of casual place, yeah. really, um, right on the water. It's at Sausalito Harbor. And if you didn't know that it was there, you wouldn't know it was there. No, it's it's kind of in the back and unassuming. Yeah, it's sort of like an industrial area. We kept thinking, are we at the right place? And so you're in the harbor and you park and then have to walk like towards the boats and then it's kind of tucked back there. But um, really delicious. Um, I think we had a dill chop and some carrot ginger soup and there was some kind of fish special. Yeah. Everything was on point. I mean, really, really good. Um, I would definitely go back there. And uh, so that was just like a fun little getaway. Um, And then a few days later, we went into Golden Gate Park. And Golden Gate Park is huge. I mean, it is just absolutely huge. So there's several different days that we had to sort of break it up into like what we wanted to see on different days. Um, So we had driven through there a few times already, um, you know, just to see the sites. But we hadn't really gone and explored. So this day we went in over to Stowe Lake. And it's a, it's a lake that's actually there in Golden Gate Park. And it's got an adorable, like, little bridge. And, you know, you can kind of hang out by the water and, like, walk all the way around it. And that was really fun because we saw – and it's, like, right in the middle of Redwoods, too. Yeah. So that it's just really picturesque. Um, but we saw these two um, geese laying there by the water. And there were geese in the water, whatever, you know, but us just coming off the farm, like we're so fascinated with waterfowl and <laughs> as we had our ducks and 
Um, absolutely love them. And so anyway, so we're standing there by the geese and, you know, you have to give geese a little bit of distance. They don't, they'll let you know. Oh yeah. And you don't want to really provoke a goose because they will come after you and they will bite you. They're, they're not even kidding. Um, and so we were, you know, giving them space and but they were used to people. Um, and so anyway, but anytime a dog came by, oh, they people, would hiss. People were walking dogs. They would just, they would just kind of stand up and oh, hiss. Oh, it was so hysterical. They wouldn't go after the dogs, and it could even be a dog on the other side of the lake. You guys, like far, far away. I'm looking around, like, what are they hissing at? And I see a dog, <laughs> 300 feet away, and um, you know, they're hissing at it. But then we found out why, because all of a sudden these little goslings popped up from beneath mom's feathers. <laughs> It was adorable. Little bitty yellow goslings. And I got a little video of it. It was so cute. They were just popping up and running around. Um, and mom and dad were trying to keep them contained. Keep them yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, then I think they got in the water and kind of swam around. But then I understood, well, that's why you're so, that's why you're so careful. Um, but that was really kind of a fun surprise. And uh, then we went over and saw the waterfall. There's actually a waterfall at Golden Gate Park. And again sort of unassuming like you wouldn't really know what's there in fact it, i shared a picture of it on instagram if you're not following us on instagram you should be because that's where we post all our travel photos and all our fun food finds and everything so it's instagram.com slash real food whole health please go follow us um but the i posted a picture of this waterfall and somebody that lives in san francisco was like where is that there's a waterfall there i'm like yeah um, so it was really kind of cool. Um, but it's just something that you just drive by or you can walk by. Um, and then we went over to the Dutch windmill and that was just really cool. Poppies, tulips, everything was. Yeah, lots of flowers. Oh, wow. So pretty. Really cool. Um, and then that's the night we drove down to Land's Inn. Um, we went like from Golden Gate Park, like you're right at the water and you kind of take a right and go around. And you can go up to, to Land's Inn and hike out there. And, I mean, we were we were walking for quite a ways. This was over by the Sutro, the Sutro bath ruins. Yeah. It started getting pretty cold when we were there, too. It did but... get cold. Yeah, but that was cool. And we could go out on the, you know, you walk along the water the whole way and go out to where you can see the sunset. And that was that night that that big um, ring was around the sunset. That was really cool. Um, it's like a rainbow ring around the sunset. And then um, and then you can see the, the Golden Gate Bridge, you know, from one end. And the view really never gets old. Like, it's just so pretty. Um, and then the Sutra Baths, um, those were, I don't remember the whole story, but it was like swimming pools that, you know, maybe you use seawater or something, and they were right there at the ocean. And that was years ago. I mean, decades ago they've crumbled and the ruins are there but anyway you can see them and you can go down and walk around we were there at a higher tide so after we were done you know walking around there we actually went over to the cliff house restaurant and that's right there you know at the end of land's Inn. you can walk down a ways and it's really not terribly far we didn't have to move the car or anything and we went into cliff house and you know we actually didn't really go to eat we really went for um the sunset and um, it was amazing. It was absolutely breathtaking. You're totally, like, when you go into Cliff House, we sat in the bar and just got a drink and an appetizer and looked out over, um, out the walls because yeah, the, the whole wall is wall. glass. Yeah. It's, in fact, multiple walls are glass. And so you totally, um, 
you totally see that uh, sunset in in like 180. <laughs> it's so amazing. And so we watched that and you you know throughout the time that we were having to drink and eating dinner or really appetizers, um, you know, you watched the sky just change and the tide change and then it was kind of that sunset that wouldn't quit that night. So even when we left and walked out, I was still able to get pictures of the sunset. I mean, it was just absolutely stunning. And the, it looked like the whole restaurant was on fire at one point. It was so pretty. Um, so even if you're not going to eat there, go in and just watch the sunset. Sit in the bar and watch the sunset. As long as it's not too foggy. Yeah. It wasn't it needs, that night. It needs to be somewhat clear. But that side is usually a little more clear. But anyway, it was amazing. Um, and then a couple days after that, we went into the Golden Gate Park again and went down to um, the tea garden. And that's like a Japanese garden that you can go in and um, you do have to pay admission, but you go in and um, walk around and they have koi and they have, you know, lots of beautiful um, pagodas and really cool statuary and plants and fun paths to walk around on. It's, it's definitely worth seeing. Um, I love Japanese gardens, so I always try to find an excuse to go in, and we've kind of looked in every town that we go to, but um, really, really pretty. And then the Is that where they had the Redwood Grove, too? That was actually the Botanical Gardens. The no, Botanical okay. Gardens are across the street, um, and that has all different areas. They actually have, like, areas from sort of around the world, and so, like, in this area, you'll find plants that would typically grow in one part of the world and then you know in another you might find more tropical plants but then they have a redwood grove in there and it is really stunning and it's actually really private I mean that maybe it just wasn't super busy the day that we were there but it was kind of a main day yeah um but you're able to walk around I mean it's so many like acres um but you're able to walk around into the grove and they have little benches all back through the paths and we just went and sat for probably 30 or 45 minutes and just soaked it in um you know and the birds are singing and it's a blue day blue sky and i mean just perfect really perfect and the forest is just i mean really special so that was really cool and um there were plenty of you know little smaller gardens throughout and then that was actually the place those hummingbirds were going crazy there oh, was yeah. dozens Dozens of hummingbirds. Chasing each other around. It chattering. Was really oh, they were just chattering after each other and doing their little U shape. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, but when the hummingbirds are being territorial, they'll do like a U shape in the air. And it means like, hey, like, that's mine. Um, but it was those bottle brush trees. And I've never heard a more aptly named tree. It <laughs> totally looks like a bottle brush. But um, just really interesting trees. And they have the pink and the red flowers. And, of course, the hummingbirds love that. So they're always fighting over over those trees. And um, there seriously were dozens. They were whizzing past us all over. Um, and then after that, we went to the De Young Museum um, for an art show that night. And it was a local, I think every Friday night, they have some kind of local art show. And then they have kind of a mixer. Um, it may only, it may be seasonal, but I think it was Friday nights. And that was cool. That's yeah. really cool. That architecture. Need to into that. Yeah, that architecture is beautiful, and you can actually go up in the observatory there, um, and that actually there's no cost. I don't think to do that. I think for the museum, you know, you pay an admission, but if you're just going to go up in the observation tower, I believe that that is at no cost. Um, 
and it's great. It's beautiful up there. Very, very cool. And um, you can see the, the whole park, and that's really neat. And then you can see the city as well. Um, so that was cool. That was really neat. Um, and then that weekend we went over, we decided we were going to do the rest of kind of our sightseeing. Um, we had maybe like a week left, I'm guessing. And so we were like, yeah, we got to get it all in. Um, and so we went over to Haight-Ashbury, which is sort of famous for all the, you know, hippie spot. <laughs> it's kind of it still a hippie spot. It was. Uh, I think it's just pot, pot central is what yes. it really is. Um, which was interesting and a little terrifying as well. It was okay. It was kind of like historic and it's like, okay, we're here and whatever. And a, a few friends had told us about Magnolia gastro pub there in the upper height. And so we went and had lunch over there and it was, it was pretty good. It was my favorite, but it was pretty good. And, you know, farm to table spot, kind of busy. Just that whole neighborhood was not necessarily my scene. Um, <laughs> as you're walking along, you know, I was like, oh, we're going to go check out some shops or whatever. But as you're walking along, there really were a lot of groups of people smoking pot. And I'm not really that opposed to pot, but I don't really want it blown, the smoke blown in my face. Yeah, you couldn't from other people. It. You couldn't no, you couldn't it. get away. Um, and the groups of people just hanging around, like, I do know that that was one area people had told me to really watch and be aware of my bag and that kind of stuff. Like, you know, lots of kids on the street just kind of hanging out looking for something to do um, while they're smoking pot. So, you know, a lot of people were very friendly, but it was definitely one area that I felt a little less at ease than other places. Um, and I kind of thought, you know, while this is interesting, I think I'm ready to move on. Um, so we weren't there super long, but, you know, it, it's maybe worth seeing if you want to see it. Um, but you can drive through the area as well and not have to yeah. get out of the car. Um, and then we went uh, kind of on the tour of the rest of San Francisco. So we went over to the Painted Ladies, um, which is across from Alamo Square Park. And that's those beautiful, you know, if you ever saw Full House, um, the sitcom from what the 90s <laughs> or 80s i don't yeah know. i don't know early 90s yeah maybe. probably um then that's the house the houses that you see in the opening credits and um in fact when i posted a picture on instagram it was like oh are those the full house houses um and so they're victorian homes of course painted all different colors and um alamo square park you know you can go and sit and hang out and uh or walk around or whatever very popular spot very and um I think a great place to watch the sunset too, but we weren't there at that time. Um, but people were there with their picnic baskets and just hanging out. People were taking naps. People were reading books. Kids were running around. People were flying kites. Like just a cool spot uh, with, you know, pretty views. Um, and then we went through Japantown and went and saw kind of the downtown area there in Japantown. They have like a little square in the middle and they have a, a cool pagoda there. And then, um, just drove around that area and then Chinatown. Um, Chinatown's actually pretty big. I mean, yeah, it is. And they, that one street has a nice lantern. Going yeah, that was and... cool. That was a fun picture. Um, yeah, lots of neat shops through there. There's just lots of stuff going on um, and tons of people. I mean, there's no doubt that there's tons of people. Um, and then we went over to Pier 39 and, yeah, and Fisherman's Wharf. Um, you know, and that was... You it, want to talk about tons of people. 
seriously, it was packed and it was really touristy. It's totally not my scene, but I mean, it's yeah. kind of one of those things you want to check off the list. Like, yeah, right. I've been there, I've done that. Heard about it, just wanted to check it out. And yeah. Then off we went. Yeah, off we went. Um, and then we went over to the Presidio um, over by the park. And again, you can see the beautiful views, you know, the Golden Gate Bridge. We caught an awesome sunset over the bridge. Actually, wasn't very foggy. Um, and we went to Presidio Social Club for dinner. That was actually um, there in the park. So yeah. that was good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. So there was a lot going on um, that day, but lots of sights to see. And, you know, I mean, you can really cover a lot of ground. And I know there was a lot that we saw in addition to that, but those were sort of the hot, hot spots uh, that we went by. But, you know, just as you're driving around, you're going to see all different kinds of areas. Um, so that was really cool. I think even that day might have been when we went to the other buy right market because there's one down by the Castor district, district and then there's one on the other side. Um, and we went to the other buy right and uh, that was really cool. They offer different things and um, I think we even went to the other Nopalitos, which is over by that area. So anyway, just cool, just fun to check out. Um, and then one of our final days, we went to the back to Golden Gate Park across from the DeYoung and the, the Tea Garden is the California Academy of Arts and Sciences. And that's a museum and an aquarium. They have a living roof. They have a rainforest. And they were doing like a whale exhibit, like some kind of a just special edition on whales. And so... That was really interesting. But yeah, they had a huge skeleton of it. Was it a blue whale? Yeah, it, it took up the enormous huge. room. I mean, it was just really shocking. I mean, you know whales are big, but when you see the skeleton, like, hanging from the ceiling, <laughs> uh, it's kind of sobering. Um, so, anyway, that was just cool. You know, definitely if you've got kiddos, that would be fun. For just the two of us, like, we made it through in a couple hours. Um, you know, kids would want to stop and look at things uh, a little bit longer. But, you know, there were, like, touch tanks and areas where you could go see penguins and learn about them. And um, they had, um, yeah, it was those funny penguins that did, they dove into the water and they'd jump out and, like, eat their fish. And that was really oh, cute. Right, yeah. yeah. And then they had um, sharks and lots of fish you know that was cool to be down in that and in the rainforest area all those butterflies and yeah you go through this into the rainforest and just fyi it's a rainforest so it's humid and hot it's so be hot. prepared for that um but the butterflies in there were really cool and i think they had well they supposedly had a bunch of tropical birds and yeah. all that we didn't really we see failed them. to see any yeah <laughs> but we were told they were there so i believe them that they do exist they just were invisible while we were there um and then there was like an albino alligator um which was interesting he didn't really do a lot he's sort of floating um <laughs> and then the living roof is cool but i mean it's you just go up and kind of take a look <laughs> at it but yep. Yeah, there it is. Uh, but it was neat, and that was a fun time. And, you know, again, to be in that, in the Golden Gate Park, there's tons going on. Um, and then we went down to Half Moon Bay. I think it was our last day there. We went to Half Moon Bay again. Um, and finally, we're able to get into Cafe Gibraltar. Awesome, awesome, awesome restaurant uh, in Half Moon Bay. 
And we tried to get in before, and because we didn't have a reservation, we were SOL. Yeah, we were out of luck. Yeah, totally. It's kind of a Mediterranean place, but uh, very, very good Very food. good. Yeah, all farm to table, very fresh, made from scratch, lots of, you know, care given to preparation, and just a cozy environment. I remember they had these, like, light fixtures that were blown glass, and they looked like jellyfish. It was, yeah. like, so cool. Um, but just a really neat place that I would highly recommend and a little bit off the beaten path. You went and, you know, I think we just sort of stumbled upon it, um, the first time, but anyway, um, so then after that, we were going to be on our way to Petaluma so that we could go into Napa and Sonoma, um, and be a little bit more centrally located. So when we left, we got to drive the bus over the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah, and through a little bit of downtown San Francisco, too. Yeah, so that, that was, was a little hairy. That's quite the experience. <laughs> a 44-foot motorhome navigating through... Windy streets. Windy, uh, steep streets. But um, taking it over the bridge was really neat. That was cool, because you're up so high in the motorhome, you can see really far. Um, so, and, you know, people are walking along the sides, and you get up over them, so you can see the skyline and all that. So that was, like, really fun. Um, and kind of a unique experience to say, hey, we've driven over the Golden Gate Bridge in a motorhome. So anyway, it was a lot of fun. We really enjoyed our time in San Francisco. Um, everybody was very friendly, you know, tons of stuff to find. Again, all the lovely things that we've talked about are available on the show notes. So you can get links to all the restaurants and, and hot spots. Um, it's realfoodwholehealth.com under podcasts, under episodes, find today's episode and you'll find all the links. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you next week as we travel to Petaluma. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us today and please remember to leave us an iTunes review. Also, head over to our website at realfoodwholehealth.com and enter your email to receive free goodies, discounts, updates, and more. See you next time on the Real Food Whole Health Podcast.